All right, we are here at Coast to Coast today where we have Kara and Mike. We're going to share a little tea about what it's like to be in nightlife. How are y'all feeling today? I'm good. Yeah, I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great, man. I appreciate you guys for having me on the show. Of course. It's been a long time coming, so... Yeah. Yes, Mike is a great guy. He uh, let me borrow his Lamborghini before, you know. <laughs> appreciate it so much. You know. <laughs> Kara, she gave me a kidney, so we had to have them on, you know. <laughs> so, Mike, you have been working in nightlife for how long? Uh, about four years. Four Honestly, years. Four long years, man. And before San Diego, you were in Virginia? Uh, Virginia, working in D.C., uh, kind of going back and forth. Um, I was in nightlife as well, so... Uh, San Diego to be a lot different than you know East Coast, as you know. Yeah, yeah. How, how so? Um, I mean, every city you go to is always different, right? Mm. Um, DC, what we call Chocolate City. I personally think <laughs> we nightlife is a lot more active. We're bigger on day parties and stuff like that too. Mm. And I mean, clubs close at four a.m. Vice versa, you know, San Diego's two a.m. Yeah, that's a big difference. Yeah. That changes everything. Yeah, people don't show up until like twelve, maybe one o'clock. Actually, you know, here, <laughs> prime time is like eleven thirty, maybe right. Yeah, so yeah. you almost gonna plan differently. You have less time after work if you have a day job, right? But it's it's completely different. Okay, yeah. got you. So you've been you're in a relationship currently. Uh, yeah. How does the missus feel about you working in nightlife? Uh, she definitely uh, it has its ups and downs. I think she's definitely uh, accustomed to it, but at first, that was her biggest thing. Like, she didn't really like, she didn't want to fuck with that while I was in my life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, we made it work. Okay. Most definitely. Damn, she put the charm on her, huh? So oh, I'm yeah. not like the rest of them. <laughs> she, she put the charm on me, honestly. Oh, that's my cat. So, does being in the industry put a strain on your relationship? Um, I would definitely say so. It's just. You know, you get a lot of attention, unwanted attention from, I guess you could say, both parties. Um, you got to also understand where you're at, especially when you're in a position of authority. Sometimes people give you attention because they just want to mm-hmm. get in for free or right. not pay that cover or hop on that table, whatever it is, right? It's very superficial. Yeah. Or just, you know what I mean? They, they figure, like, you know someone that knows somebody. So you got to really, and it's not just your relationship with your own, you know, significant other, but I think it's just individuals in general, mm-hmm. knowing what's real and what's not, you know what I mean? Right, right. Yeah, but I would say yes, for sure. Dang, giving you that fake love at the door, huh? Yeah. Hey, boy, I don't even know your name. Honestly, <laughs> <laughs> man, that's a really, you know how many times I'm at that door, people are like, what's up, been a while? I'm like, what? <laughs> I don't remember you. I said all the time, I'm like. You guys are so friendly, like we know each other. What's my name? Spell it. Sean. Who the high see each other? Bro, my name from the West Coast. <laughs> make it make sense. Like they really be like that go all the time. That's all fucking time. awful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see it. Yeah. yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's crazy. I'm guilty of it too sometimes. Yeah. So, yeah, Kara, as someone who's worked in nightlife, yeah. and she like to go out and get a drink or two, or three. Some modest. Or six. <laughs> or 20. Whatever got on. How many shots did you take before we just started this? Three. Oh, okay. Slight <laughs> Some slight. That's crazy. So, you have friends that are in nightlife, mm-hmm. but you have friends who also don't work in nightlife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is there a difference in how you are treated by them? No, I think they pretty much all treat me the same. I mean, we've all been friends. You know, we all see each other's character over our positions, I would say. Mm. 
Um, what I will say is my friends that aren't in nightlife and probably don't go out as much, we don't spend as much time together because all my friends that are in nightlife, we work together already. So we're already spending a lot of time together. And then we also have like this commonality of like, we like to go out and do this. Mm. My friends that aren't, they'll work like restaurants or they'll have like their day jobs and they're usually like married or they have kids. And so like, Mm. they'll do a brunch. But they're not gonna like turn up at brunch. They're not gonna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Turn up at brunch. Yeah. So that's the only really difference. Okay, mm-hmm. got you. So, would you rather hang out with the nightlife girls or the others? Great question. Oh God, we're getting each other. Great question. The nightlife girls. Because hey, turn up. That's why she lit out here. <laughs> yeah. Well, just because like I don't have any kids, I don't have what they have so mm. like what I like to do for fun is the same with the friends that I have mm. so we'll we're able to go to bars at 9pm or we're able to go to the club Sunday fun days are easy for us whereas for them they have to find sitters or ask their man or whatever so it's just easier it's just easier to just see like we've all been there ask a lot of women we've all been there where it's like you do have to like kind of Wait, so Mike, do you have to ask your girl like when you're not working, like, hey, do you mind if I go out with the boys? Yeah, I was shitting on her. You know, you know, but you let her know you're going out, you're like, can I go out? Yeah, um, I would say that was definitely a running curve in the beginning of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So she'd be in the industry. Mm-hmm. But I think yeah. it's really it's a respect thing too, right? Mm-hmm. Just letting her know where you're at, what you're doing. You know what I mean? Especially yeah. in the shit. For the long haul, you gotta really understand. Again, when you're in the shit, when you're going out, her mind's probably wondering what you're doing. Mm. Right? So, like, you don't be like, hey, look here, I'm going out tonight. What would, she, what, would she say, what would she say if you were like, I'm going out? If you got a problem with it, I don't care. Well, I would know, because I don't, I don't, that's not me. That's not how I really, you know, ask or tell her I'm going out, right? Yeah. Uh, but honestly, we like to party together, so I tell her all the time. Ooh, we love it. Amy, Amy, out this The whole gang, all them love her. Yeah. So, she's a little harder than I do sometimes. I ain't gonna lie to you. She loves that. <laughs> she really do. She really hey, We know. <laughs> <laughs> she really do. Yeah, no, no, no. Your girl's she's cool. She's a goat. For sure. Facts, bro. Would you expect her to like give you like the same respect like it, you wouldn't expect her to be like oh I'm going out tonight or would you expect it to be like a question like so okay I'm gonna go out with the girls or how does that work I mean I always want the same respect that yeah. I give right but usually I was like instead of her telling me I'm going out with the girls is I gonna be doing that you know what I mean so, but yeah no it's it's I think it's definitely mutual for sure and I don't think she likes to go out anymore as much as she used to anyway so it's never really a problem but yeah I mean she if she does, she'll go somewhere else. She'll like going downtown because everybody know me. You know, she feels like we're checking in. You know what I mean? But yeah, honestly, I don't mind. I, I trust her, so it's all love. You know? Yeah. Well, Mike's committed king over here. You know, going out with the boys, mm-hmm. having a good time. But you, uh, uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, but honestly, so you know, being a woman and when you mm-hmm. go out. What is, like, the craziest thing a guy has said to you? Because, obviously, you know, you're beautiful. I'm sure guys approach you. What is, like, the weirdest thing, though, like uh, how guys approach you? I don't know if I can, like, pinpoint off the top of my head, like, what men say to me. Because they really do say some off-the-wall, outlandish things. Mm-hmm. But I think it's more so of, like, an expe- ex- expectation of being a woman and being out. 
that's like really annoying. Like you're out with your friends and then guys will come up and like find you attractive, like let me buy you a drink. You could say no, like if you're if you physically are not attracted or you're just not interested, sure, no, cool. But you might say yes, like intrigued, but like I feel like a lot of men that I've come across like expect you to like sit there for the rest of the night and talk to them at the bar. Mm-hmm. Like I came out with my friends, I want to be with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like we can exchange information, but like if you expect me because you bought me a vodka crayon to like sit there all night and like chit chat with you, no, you can take me to dinner. Honestly, that's a real fact. I feel like you know what you negotiate well is you gotta bring substance with you. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. People use buying that drink as oh now you'll be something. It's nine dollars. In reality, that should be your entrance way. Now you gotta follow up. Yeah. With hey, well, hold on. Nine dollars plus tip. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Come on, I didn't know you like that. Yeah, I'm buying you this. But exactly, drink. so you don't know me like that, but you expect me right. to stay all night at the bar with you? Like, absolutely not. Who's doing that? You doing a that? A lot of people do it. Are you? I feel like you know what? Juan, when you're out okay. and you find a good looking girl, <laughs> you buy her a drink, mm-hmm. right? Is that what you would do? Yes. And then what? What do you do? Because I I've seen you and you're not just sitting there. No, I, I don't just in their face the rest of the night. No, no. So what's your plan? First of all, Juan makes moves. One hundred percent. This man is active, <laughs> but he's very a, active. He's a wholesome king. But he's also a lover boy at the same time. Oh yeah. <laughs> if you know, you know. Raise your hand. Raise your hand if you know Marwan is a lover boy. That's a good. Yeah, it's a good thing that. Yeah, all right, you know, I am a certified lover boy. So now I want want to hear what's your plan. I mean, I don't stick around the whole night. Like I'll introduce myself and then I'll bounce around. Like if I run back into you, but yes, I do try to go for the dinner or do whatever the case may be. Yeah, yeah. yeah, That's. I feel like like when you buy a girl a drink and you can see that she's interested because you can see when she's not. Like the next thing is like okay, well like enjoy your evening. I'll see you around. And exchange numbers, and then you follow up with like a proper date. But like he just said, that's how it should be. But it doesn't always happen. (laughs) Is it awkward when you see the guy a second time? Oh my god, I want him to act like he exists. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, ugh. What what do you do? Like you see her again, you're kind of just like, oh, that's so awkward. If I see her, I spin the block. Right? If I see her again, then make sure with another female. Maybe mm. she gets jealous because correct me if I'm wrong. I feel like females love when they see you, right? Mm. Want it. Okay, yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Um, you might you might look twice when you see with the lift female, so she she's very attractive, right? Mm-hmm. So then I feel like you might kind of change your perspective a little bit from the first time we met. I'll be more interested on what I have to bring. Yeah, about. like what are you doing different? Like you've got several. Yeah, like, how do you have money? He must have money. Like, oh, shit, nothing. <laughs> you got money to something. <laughs> this vibes. <laughs> <laughs> like, how many uh, vodka cranberries is that guy buying? Several, apparently. Yeah, I don't know. Shit. Only Shots. $9. Plus tip. <laughs> <laughs> Plus tip. Leave your card open. You don't got to keep tipping. Mm-hmm. I'm just giving y'all some game. Oh, yeah. Free game right That's here. That's actually true. All right, so, like, switch it up a little bit to the other way. Okay. Mike, what's the craziest thing that you've had to deal with at the door? Working in the nightlife. Um, well, as you know, I'm a manager, so I'm not only at the door, but uh, I do spend a lot of my time there. Uh, it's, I mean, I would say more consistently, it would be just females really trying the most to get inside. You know, um, I always say, girl or guy, like, it's always like, oh, I'm pretty, my girls are pretty, we should get it for free. I'm like, you guys are gorgeous, but 
No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You got to pay to play as well. You know, no discrimination. Not at all. At all. Um, and I always follow up saying, hey, you need some friends here. You guys have a table. Now, don't get me wrong. There was this one individual. I might just take care of him just because. Right. That's the last thing I did, right? Being a gentleman. But, no, you got to pay to play. Um, people always get butthurt. They're always mm-hmm. upset that they can't come inside. Uh, I've had people trying to fight me. All right, so Mike. What's the craziest thing that you've seen or experienced in nightlife? Okay. Uh, one of the craziest things I've seen personally, uh, people trying to come inside the club, way too intoxicated. Uh, she begins to, we obviously told her no. Uh, she begins to cross her arms at the front door, slowly mm-hmm. begins to pee herself. Cool, whatever. Try to keep it pee, act like we didn't see what happened, because I'm assuming she's doing it for attention. Cool, whatever. Uh, later on, she kind of sits herself on the sidewalk. We called one of our female security guards at the time because we had one. It's easier to deal with mm-hmm. a female that way. Uh, call her Uber. Make sure we got her home safely, even though it really wasn't our problem. This is what we do. Uh, as we're helping her get up off the sidewalk into the Uber, she shits herself. I hate it here. A whole log, yeah, <laughs> egg, all that good stuff, which is wild. Yeah, that's actually the wildest thing I've ever heard. It is. It's crazy, right? And it's, yes. that's all real. It's crazy. Um, and where'd she go? I don't know. I mean, we, we got her home. We yeah. actually got her ID off her wallet, and we just took her to that destination. So, hope she still lived there. If not, I mean, yeah, she oh heard that. Yeah. Shout out to you. Man. <laughs> yeah, got her home. She was clearly she was not getting in that club. No, no, no she's not. What are you gonna do? Did she you imagine what her saw? And that happened inside the club. If she takes a shit in the club, <laughs> yeah. I'll call him. Imagine that was your first time in that club and she shits in the middle of the dance floor. I'm not coming back. Bro, imagine it's like like the janitorial guy's first day and he's like, I actually quit. First day of my day. It was Usually they just pee. It's usually not for shit. It's People can't handle it. And it's unfortunate how that really does. But that's nuts. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's why I can't do that. Yeah, it really is like that. So, Carrie, you've been in nightlife for a while. Wow. What would you say to a woman who's getting new into the industry? What is like some tips you give? Um. So, from my previous experience, the first thing I'm gonna say, when they, you always, you never want to go to like the bottle service girls, um, to get you in because we're like, no offense, we're kind of shady. If we're already full, and no, I'm being dead ass. <laughs> if we're already full and we like our team, we're definitely telling you, you're like... Mean girls. We're, not mean girls, but we're not hiring. Like, we like our team. Because the whole point of rehiring is to get somebody else out. So, mm-hmm. it's like, if we mm-hmm. hire somebody, we're already, we're already fully... Yeah. Mm-hmm, we have to face somebody else, but we already like mm-hmm. our team. So, the best bet, honestly, is to go towards, like, the management page, like whoever runs like the actual account of the club mm. and DM them and say, I'm interested. Let me know where I can send a resume. That's the first thing. The second thing where I messed up is because I was 21 and I had never even been to a club before. So I had no idea. I asked the VIP host guy that's doing the hiring what I should wear. And that was a big mistake because mm. he said, where we would wear to go out in. Don't do that. Don't ever do that. I wore the sluttiest dress. That For you your interview? Yes. I had no idea. I've never even been to a club. I've never even been downtown. I lived in like more North County. So like I had no idea. And I just, just boobs were everywhere. Like tallest heels on. Like looking crazy. Mm. I got it though. But well, <laughs> I'm happy there. The strength of her but personality. But I was just <laughs> <laughs> like, 
By the grace of God. By the grace of God. Um, I would suggest wearing like a nice, anything you wear has to be form fitted because we mm. want to see. And I've done interviews. I used to do the interviews, so I know what to look for. You want to wear something that's going to be like form fitting. It, it needs to be like a little sexy, but you don't want to show too much. Mm. Like knee length, maybe maybe a little cleavage, nothing crazy. Um, and you just go in with like confidence. And another tip is know your alcohol. Facts. How are you going to try out the bottle service and you can't name three vodkas? Mm. That's insane. They're like Svetka. Svetka? What club spells? Like sell Svetka. That's like college. That's like literally. That's like brunette. It's like Sky Vodka. I'm like, Nate. is everything alright? Svetka's <laughs> <laughs> No, next. <laughs> so I think those are probably like my two like tips okay yeah. I like that because it's not what she said yeah. though for sure like you gotta also realize if you applying for a cocktail yeah your good looks got you through the door yeah but if you're you're already here like yeah it's not even gonna hold it down because what you're wearing it can put you much farther yeah you already said yes to your looks you don't know mm-hmm. nothing about you so what else do you bring to the table yeah you know what okay. I mean be like knowledgeable okay. about the 100%. industry ask around know your liquors um and hopefully you have some serving experience maybe not nightclub but if you don't, you need to capitalize on, like, your strengths of, like, what you think you can bring mm-hmm. to the table. Okay. 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 100%. I agree. 100%. And, I mean, also, that is just, you got to be, you got to have your head on the soil. You got to be smart. Mm-hmm. Not everybody will friend. Not everybody will friend at all, right? What do you yeah. mean by that? Like, well, like she said, like, some people don't really have your best interest in mind. Yeah. You know what I mean? You might be, the person you're talking to, you might be here to take their position. Yeah. Whether they're oblivious to it or they're just that bad at their job. Right, so they might not put you in the best way to do things. Mm-hmm. Like the yeah, it. you know what I mean. So you gotta always just keep your head on the swivel, know what your rights from wrongs, because some things are obvious, but you'd be surprised. Yeah, how people react and, and think it's not. You know, I was always under the impression, like when I see y'all out and when y'all first like kind of led me in the group, um, y'all were also close and friendly. So I guess it is like a fraternity sorority yeah. kind of thing. I would, I would say yes, but also no as well because. Yeah. Though we might feel we're close, a lot of us know each other, but don't know that much about each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? We just know that you work there, I work here, right? So we know each other, it's but just, we don't. We never really kind of broke that barrier. It's okay. industry. Yeah, it's industry. And it's like so often, like yeah, our friends like work at the nightclubs, but like to be realistic, we probably only see them when we're at the nightclub. Mm. A lot of the times, yes. like we definitely have our you know exceptions, like Ruby. Obviously, we're really close. But, like, most of the people I work with and friends with, like, I just see them at the club, but we're, like, cool. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. There's no, like, deeper substance than, like, substance than... It's a lot of time. Just, it's just industry, yeah. You know? We're just in the industry. We mm-hmm. just know. Okay. Gotcha. And they have those relationships. Yeah. Right? You just say hi. Yeah. Not how the kids. <laughs> you have any, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I probably won't go to your new job. So... What are the perks of working in industry? I think the biggest perk is probably going to be fast money, obviously. Like, you're always walking out with tips. Mm-hmm. You're able to finesse. You're, you're doing sales. And the second thing would be, like, while you guys are out spending money, we're making money. That's... <laughs> so, honestly, that's right there. That's the biggest thing. <laughs> <fact. laughs> like, Cardi B said it best. <laughs> okay, love that. Yeah. All right. So, Mike, what are the perks of working in industry? Um... Uh, Capitalize on that, yeah. Like, you know, people always say sometimes, like, you don't want to come out or see you out party. I work the party, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And I'm getting paid. I'm getting paid. We're having, I'm having a blast. Are you? You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm over here making money, though. You spending money. 
Yeah. Um, outside of the job, though, when you do decide <laughs> to come out, though, right? Again, working industry, people know who you are for the most part. You're not waiting in line. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you're typically skipping a line, letting you in. Mm-hmm. Um, depending on how many people you're with, especially if you know more than one person in your group, they'll probably be taking care of you and getting your free bottle. Bartenders are mm-hmm. free drinks and so forth. So it's, it works all the way around in terms yeah. of us not paying money. Mm-hmm. Okay, but let me ask you this. Yeah. So both y'all work in industry, and like you said, you know, you're saving money, me and Marwan looking like fucking idiots, wasting our money, basically, I just learned. Um, but, well, sorry. Sorry. Throwing that cash for a little bit of ass. <laughs> I'm mad now. I'm mad. I'm mad. I'm mad. Throwing that cash. Oh, man. <laughs> no, but, um, but Kara, do you ever feel... You know, you're working the whole time, and yeah. you see your friends coming. You're like, dang, I wish I was hanging out with them instead of working. Yeah, a lot of the times, because I don't know about you, but mm-hmm. I consistently work every single weekend. I almost mm-hmm. never take any weekends off. Grinding. Grinding. So it just sucks because you'll miss birthday parties, or they'll come in and they'll party, and you're just kind of like getting to watch mm-hmm. from the sideline. And then if it's especially busy, you can't even say hi. Mm-hmm. Like, you're just running around, and you're just like, hi, 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 gotta go. So it kind of sucks, and then everybody's having a blast. Everyone's talking about it in the group chat the next day yeah. about what a fun time they had. I'm like, well, I'm not yelled at at work today. Yeah. So, I mean, you can come in in the group chat. You can show all the money you made. You know, I'd be, oh, I'd be hurt. I have these memories, bro. <laughs> I'm hurt, but I'm paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Ready to pay this weekend. Like. What about you, Mike? A hundred percent. Again, me being the manager, it's a little bit harder for me to get the weekend off, much less the day. Yeah. You know, um, I am able to kind of say hi about my friends, but at the end of the day, it really is hard. So, yeah, I mean, but the formula goes away sometimes. Yeah. So, you tell your friends to come see you anyway. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the best thing you can really nah, do. There's like times where uh, me and Juan are there with you, and I'd be trying to come talk to you, you're so busy. You know, uh, I'd be hurt. Like, I don't want to talk to you. Every once in a while, I might spin the block and say, what's up? Yeah. And yeah, yeah. I go. And then, <laughs> yeah. you know, God forbid something pops off, I'm gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. But, yeah, it's just the name of the game. One thing I wanted to ask both of you, I'll start with you, Kara. Mm-hmm. Um, how does working in nightlife affect your mental, like, affect your routine, but more so the mental part of it? Yeah. Um. Honestly, I think it's just, like, very draining emotionally mm-hmm. or mentally, however you want to phrase it. It's just, like, the schedule, the environment. Like, you're just surrounded by drunk people. Some of them are really rude. Um, you're, yes. while everybody's out having a good time, like you're working from 8 p.m. to 3 a.m., mm-hmm. your whole day the next day is just ruined because you're sleeping all day and it just never feels like, I don't know, it just never feels like connected. It just kind of feels like you're really just clocking in and clocking out mm-hmm. and you're just unfulfilled. Like, yeah, you're making money, but like at what expense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, Mike, how does working in nightlife kind of affect your mental health? Um, biggest thing is your social media. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Sometimes you are drained. So, like, mm-hmm. you go home and you being out, you know, spoken person, you're not. Sometimes you're tired. You sleep a little longer than you should. And sometimes you realize, damn, I just went to sleep. Uh, not going really go to work. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And then sometimes, we all have our bad days. But you're forced to put a smile on and, and, and talk to people that you don't really want to talk to. Or you mm-hmm. don't like mm-hmm. You know, so it really affects yourself in terms of like, you have to flip the switch. I'm gonna catch yourself. Like, am I being real myself sometimes? Like, and that's really gotta question yourself on your break or, or whatever you might need. But 
sometimes, you know, having that little vacation really helps. It really is necessary because people will try it. Yeah. No, I people definitely, I definitely, and I don't know if you agree, you know, me and Juan, we don't work in nightlife, yeah. but yeah. luckily we have friends who are in nightlife. Um, and I definitely have a lot more respect for y'all because for one, y'all do have to keep a straight face and keep it positive all yeah. the time, even when it's a dude trying to try yeah. you or someone being too much, being too drunk. Um, but that being said, it's like, what do you say to those people when they're just getting to that point of like, I might have to knock you out and lose my job. So I preach to my guys who I manage, especially, you know what I mean? You gotta always understand what the vibe you're in. Mm-hmm. You make the party, right? Mm-hmm. So what we do will reflect how you guys feel during the rest of the night. Mm-hmm. Now, if there's a fight we knock our heads too, guess what? You might not feel as safe at the end of the night. Mm-hmm. Now, I mean, if the biggest thing, I always tell my guys is the escalate. Mm-hmm. Whatever's going on, right or wrong, take it outside the venue. Now we can kind of talk, throw in the lights more wrongs, but you guys didn't see what happened. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So how negative it might be, you guys didn't see it, your party goes on, you handle that situation, Sugar's on. Okay. That's the best thing you can do. How about you as a woman and you can't really, this is not for me to sound offensive <laughs> to anyone, but you might not be able to protect yourself as well as, you know. Yeah, like so that's exactly what I was going to say is I've never been physically assaulted but one time, well twice, but um, I usually like, listen, I'm busy. I don't have time to argue with you mm-hmm. back and forth. I'm a call manager. Mm-hmm. I'm a call host. Somebody else can deal with this situation. I have other things to be doing. I have other tables. The two times I got insulted, one was like I bumped a girl. She threw a drink on me from the back. And it was kind of like they wanted they wanted to keep her in. I wanted to kick her out. But I felt bad because I did bump her. You know, whatever. Let that go. The other time, I was just really drunk. And I got the like receipt sign. And I kicked them all out immediately. Mm-hmm. They didn't even drink their alcohol. So we do have power as a woman in the industry, but I leave it up to the men. I'm the face, you know? Don't mess it up. Uh, hey, honestly, going back to that, I'd love to hear about pretty privilege. <laughs> Mainly from you. Okay. So, do you experience pretty privilege outside of being in a nightclub? Like, when you go out with just your girls? Yeah. Um, I think San Diego might be a little bit different because I've lived here for seven years. I know a lot of the people downtown. I don't really have to, like, worry about entrance or things like that if I'm going out but I've gotten jobs I know based like based on like I look nice I've worked at Hooters like it's a parents based job but like if I go out like on a vacation I'm in Vegas or I'm in Miami oh for sure like you have like a group of well put together women like you're really just having your way it's not do you think that's fair I don't think that that's up for me. I think that it's just what it is. I don't know. So if you were ugly, would okay. you be upset about it? I think so, yeah. Damn. Does that sound bad? <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's, 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 really, the, yeah. it's the social stigma. That's what it is. Yeah, it yeah. is the social stigma, and it's not my fault. Like, I like I was born a certain way. I put my makeup on. I, I'm well-dressed. I take care of myself. I Like, I can't... You know, people who go out, they get all nice, they get all fresh, and they still don't get in at the door. They, you know, don't look as good as they thought. That's to be very, like, mentally strange yeah. and damaging. It's like, dang, like, what do you what do you say to those people? Don't you know? get me wrong, though. Like, they're spinning. <laughs> 
What is your experience oh, yeah. with early privilege, Mike? Uh, all the time. Again, you know, come work at the front door a lot. People are coming in, and guys as well, of course. You know what I mean? Showing their stuff. Uh, I really try to keep it as as professional as possible. But I mean, people are always asking, "Hey, you my friends are great. Can you take care of us?" Most of the time, I'm probably going to say, you know, right? Clubs want pretty girls there because what girls bring are the men and the men are spending the money mm-hmm. for the most part. So, like, if you go to, why do you, why do girls get in free <laughs> at Vegas? <laughs> why do they get in free in Miami? You're trying to stereotype all men. Okay, me and Juan be in the club just dancing, just vibing. We don't really pull up. You seem we just be yeah. And these questions I want to follow up so bad. Go ahead. Yeah. No, go ahead. Go ahead. All right. So again, you go out because you guys are fun with each other. You're set, right? Yeah. Have a blast and call it a good night, mm-hmm. right? There's two different kinds of people. There's yeah. those people that come out just just to get girls. Yeah. That's their motive, which is fine. Hundred percent. But that's the difference, though. They're the ones with like you know, the flash of jewelry. You're going out to the spot that's lit. Good music, it looks amazing, it pees into the eyes. Other guys are walking by. Yeah, there's a lot of girls in there. Let's go. Mm-hmm. It could be the shittiest place, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But they see what, what they're walking into, and that's why they're coming inside. Mm-hmm. I feel like when men go into the club and their one mindset is like, I want to bring a girl home, that's where you fumble. I feel that's like when you put too much focus onto only trying to find women, they, y'all know. Oh, and it's, yeah. and it's, it's giving oh, dog yeah. energy to me. It's giving gross. It's, how do you feel? When it, do you know when a guy's just only there for like... Yeah. Um, how do you know? I think just like their mannerisms and how fast that they're moving. Mm-hmm. Like you go to... And I'm going to speak just on like tables, not so much like bars mm-hmm. or like the bar section. You go to a table and a guy invites you and your girlfriends. That's really cool. Like that's nice. We kind of... Not in a weird way, but like expect to be kind of like pulled up to a table. Pretty privileged. <laughs> um, and so if immediately he makes you a drink and then all of a sudden he's really touchy on you, oh, you're kind of just like, nah, all right, like, you kind of already that. know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, if, but there are, like, guys that will bring you up to their table and they'll make you a drink and they probably won't even talk to you the rest of the night. They're just, like, they start being around They just kind of want you around. Yeah, they just want you around, um, but there are guys that'll be like, oh, what's up, girl? Like, grab me by your waist. Here's your drink. Take another shot. And you're just like, it's getting weird. What is that with guys still grabbing women by the way? I can't stand it. That's that's their way of talking without talking. Like, it's crazy. Say that again, Mike? It's the way that they talk. They, they, you know, say what's up to girls without actually talking. The guys who have no mouthpieces. Let me show Uh, you some money. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, it might not Bro guys do it too. We don't even need a section. But but Mm -hmm. bro guys want to act like they got money. That's how they they leave. Mm -hmm. So they Mm -hmm. fall into your first question, actually. Anybody will walk a cook real quick. Let's let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. But what else? That got you you to the door, but what else do you have to offer? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I have some advice for any guys listening out here. Personally, (laughs) I go. (laughs) When I go to a club and if I see a pretty girl, first thing I'm going to do is like, hey, I had to come up to you because you're just really beautiful, right? Mm -hmm. And then I ask their name. They're probably going to giggle. They might giggle and smile. And if they ask my name back, that's how I know they're interested. If they're not asking you for your mm-hmm. name back, they kind of want you to piss mm-hmm. off, mate. So you should probably take that <laughs> advice. And, and then, then after that, what you should do, you get their Instagram or whatever social media you're using and then peel out. That's it. Don't talk to them anymore because as they have told us today, it's not a good look when you just are in their face the whole night. They didn't come for you. 
they came with their honeys or their homies. You know what I'm saying? Honeys. Yeah. Is that, is that a good yeah, advice? Would say, yeah, I would say that. Yeah. With the honeys. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can tell also, like, even if they ask exchange names or whatever, if they're, like, constantly, like, looking past you while you're talking, they're mm-hmm. not interested. They're kind of like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're looking for somebody else. Okay. Yeah, yeah. My favorite color is this. And they're, like, Imagine not really, like, they're looking. Okay. No, they're, like, trying to see, like, who else is, like, Oh, wait, the guy or the girl? The girl is, like, speaking to you. That's how you know she's not interested. Or she's, she's like, kind of, like, looking past, like, looking for her friends. Mm-hmm. Like, you can tell. Yeah. She's not engaging with you. Or she's looking for a boyfriend. And when he'd already That's true. That's fine. Nothing okay, worse than the girl's like, hey, you buy me a drink? And my friends? <laughs> what? <laughs> the audacity is crazy. I'm like, uh, no, But you'd be surprised. Some people do not pick up on that. They're like, okay, this is my way to the door. I'm getting a little bit of attention. Let me buy these drinks. Mm. And they really don't pick up all of that. Wait. That's why it is important to be friends with girls. Because we've had, or, um, let me redo that. That's why it's important to be friends with girls. Because if you're friends with girls, they can go to a guy and flirt and get in their face. He buys drinks for her and her friends. Whole time, I'm the friend, my guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the friend. <laughs> no, boy. Oh my gosh. Have you ever had to deal with a guy that's like upset because a girl doesn't want to talk All to him? All the time. Do you see come to you? It's no, actually, like I've seen situations where like they're like cussing out the girl because they just got rejected after buying a drink. Oh, again, you need to have you need to have social skills. You got to talk to these people. Like, why are you upset? Like, what's the root of this problem? Because it can't be hurt. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? It's a you thing, not a her thing. So you think that's stemming from an insecurity from something else? percent. What well, makes you think because she joined your table or you bought her that drink? Yeah. You can do whatever you want now. Mm-hmm. You know that's what, I mean? what it is. Do you feel the same way? Yeah. Is it, is it hard for you to say no doubt nowadays because you're kind of scared of what a man might do? Um, no, not really. Just because. I will. I live downtown. I will leave. Like I don't really care. Like yeah. if you're, the away. yeah, the is <laughs> like um, I think maybe when I was younger for sure, mm. but I think more so now. If we're talking about like just club scenes, dates a little scary, but if we're talking about just club scenes, like I will get me and all my beautiful friends to leave this table. We'll go find another one. Like it's mm. not really. There's several cl- clubs like mm. going on. We'll just go to another one. Sure. Hey, look, I'm not afraid to admit it. I've been rejected. Well, I'm sure you've been rejected. I've had my fair share. Hey, and, and what's, what do you do? What do you do when you get rejected? It's on to the next. On to, oh, yeah. On to the next. You know, I might have to go in the bathroom, look in the mirror, and be like, you still that guy? <laughs> still that guy? Give yourself a pet talk. Don't tell you different. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Then you go back on their friend. Nah, yeah, no. Nah, nah, we don't do any of that over here. You just gotta have a game plan, man. Yeah. God, you can't just come to their raw dog life, like, right? That's true. Cannot have a game plan. Cannot rock. But always, I mean, you could if you really that guy. But I'm saying, like, you got to really think to yourself, like, when you're doing this, what's the follow up? Mm. How awesome want to proceed, right? So, yeah, of course. Uh, You know what I mean? Wait. So, going back to people, I guess, meeting in the club, talking to each other in the club, um, trying to, like, take each other out and stuff. How do you feel about these people becoming couples are becoming turning that into a potential relationship is that something you would recommend i mean look i'm a guy right <laughs> i don't mind I'm, I'm, so I'm good but I, I do see a lot of them i also do see a lot of people coming to the club and you know different girls or guys every night mm-hmm. and that's what's you and god but we do see it you know yeah. what i mean we i'm to all my clientele everybody that comes in who was a problem last week i remember you you know what i mean so i see it all 
it is what it is, but there's a lot of couples in my life. Um, even my job mm-hmm. itself, we had about two, three couples within the staff itself. You like what you like, right? Yeah. So, yeah. How'd you, Kara? Um, I personally never dated anybody like I've worked with or I've met at a club. Well, not once. But it didn't work for other reasons. It's just, I think, already a mindset that, like, that's probably not where you want to, like, meet somebody. I don't really see too often other people that I work with that are in relationships with people from the club as well. So I can't really, like, I don't know if I have too much, like, experience. I cannot imagine. I can't imagine how jealous I would get. You know, like, say say I'm dating a girl who works at a different club and I'm at one club. Mm -hmm. I'm probably, like... Oh, man, what is she doing? You yeah. know, and you can't tell her to not do what she needs to do because it's her job. Mm-hmm. You know, no, hundred percent. You also realize too, dating within the industry, I guess people are different from their job and then outside their job. Yeah. There's someone completely different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad, but they're two different people. Mm-hmm. So if you follow that club persona, but yeah, it really is just like a character. Like I cannot honestly stress this enough. Like people think that you work in a club that you're partying every weekend you're out you're meeting all these different people really i think maybe because i'm older now but like even when i was younger like it really was clocked in and clocked out like we had our moments where we're like oh we met these people they're kind of cool let's hang out with them the next day but it's never like weird like nobody i don't like nobody's going home with each other like it really is just a job when Mm. you think of it like that now, if you're, like, obsessed with, like, going out in nightlife, then it's your your reality is going to be a little bit different. But that's because you like that. That's what you're into. But I think for most of us, we all have careers outside of nightlife or we're working towards something, like we're in school, whatever it is. It really is, let's just pay the bills. Let's go home. Mm-hmm. You know? If you know what you want to do, yeah. a lot of people use nightlife for a point in time to get what they need to get, whether it's school and they elevate themselves or something like that, mm-hmm. right? There is... There's always some time where the newer, younger girl comes mm-hmm. in. That's gonna take your spot. You gotta understand that. So you gotta have an angle. Yeah. And it, sound, it sounds cutthroat. It, it is. is. It's so cutthroat. Yeah. It's, it's a sales yeah. job. You come back after a little hiatus, a little break, get about twenty pounds. Guess what? It's a prom. Yeah. Oh wow. Now you gotta figure it out. That's stressful. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a, that's, that's a, a female problem, right? Um, unfortunately, the social stigma of working in nightlife, but. Let guys deal with that, but at the same time, like you can't always be that young person yeah. you were before, mm-hmm. you know. So, that is true. We didn't have some vets that have been in nightlife for a while, there's been they, a couple, yeah. They still gotta do their thing. What's considered like a, a vet? I feel like, no, I feel like someone who's just been in there for years and they kind of know the industry. <laughs> now, there are people who have been there for years that elevate themselves in a different position, but they're mm-hmm. still in the industry mm-hmm. management or whatever, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. There's other people that's been doing the same shit the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what's scary. That's what's scary. That's scary. They're yeah. like stagnant. Or like you see people like partying at your club that have been there for like eight years. They're still doing the same thing with the same people, the same after parties. And you're kind of like, are you tired? Aren't you tired? <laughs> Go start the bathroom. Go home. Go home. Go home. <laughs> I see that people talking about after. What, you, what you doing after? I see, you know. A lot of my friends, you know what I mean? <laughs> Not gonna name drop today. Hey, I, I went to bed at 1 p.m. 
You know what I'm saying? I'm exhausted. Like, how is this happening? <laughs> I don't understand. Hey, man, gotta live young forever. Every once in a while, I get it. Yeah, I get it. Every night, though. It's, your liver is mm. tough. Shout out West Virginia. One of the best ways, I feel like, to meet new people in a new city is to work in life. Mm-hmm. Because it's the big game. It's a, a social setting, especially when you work in a place that people adhere as top of the line, I hope. Mm-hmm. Right? They want to know who's working there, who's the new face, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. I always tell my guys when they're working there, the goal is not for you to be there for five, ten years. The goal is for you to meet people mm-hmm. that can possibly get you a new job to elevate you. Oh, okay. Right? Because if you want to be there for ten years, I mean, that's cool. That's what's up. But you got your shit fucked up because yeah. you're not doing what you're supposed to do. So, so kind of going back to what y'all said about the cons, how do you get sleep? Like, do you sleep during the day and then you're just working at night? Or uh, I mean, right now, currently, I don't have a day job. Mm. Uh, I did, but at that point in time, you just gotta really be organized in your day to day. You know what I mean? No one I'm gonna sleep at. I mean, before I was a manager, say three a.m. or something like that. Waking up at six, going to work at seven. Naps. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, Mike, so you were literally going to sleep at 3 a.m. just to wake up at 6 a.m. and then start working at 7 a.m.? How are you doing that? They're getting off at 3 p.m. and then have to be back at work at like 7 30. Morning on fumes. It literally is actual. And the days that you were off, I didn't catch up. No, sorry. The days that you were off, like, I'm sleeping all day long. You know? That's a lot, man. Money was good, though. How do you deal with it? Because you, you're working a 9 to 5 during the week, and then you're working at the club well, on the weekends. my 9 to 5 is seven days a week. I work Monday through Sunday. Okay. Um, I got kind of lucky because my boss allows me on weekends, knowing that I work at the club, to work from 11 a.m. to, or, yeah, 11 a.m. to, like, 5 p.m. So, once that 5 p.m. mark hits, I might, like, Eat really quick because it helps me sleep. I don't know if anybody else said that, but mm. I'll get full and yeah, then so like my dinner, and I'll knock out for like two hours and get back up and get ready to go to work. Does that not get exhausting? Absolutely. Um, when I used to work a different job where I had full schedule on weekends, I had like Monday, Tuesdays off, so I was working legit doubles. Mm-hmm. I would get like four hours of sleep a night for like three days in a row. I honestly, like, thought I was seeing double. Like, it was wow. yeah, super difficult, but, like, you kind of just, like, don't have a choice. Mm. San Diego's not cheap. Yeah. You have to go to work. This is the schedule they gave you. You just got to do it. Now, San Diego is definitely not cheap. You need two side hustles, yeah. two jobs, a little bit of that, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> y'all going out buying these cranberry vodkas thinking this enough is not. It's not. It's not, my boy. And the problem with that, you're trying to keep up with your everyday drug dealers at the club spending money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. These guys do it for a little. That's what they. That's what they do for, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You can't. You shouldn't have to keep up with them. But yeah. Well, let me ask you. Do you? When do you recover? Great question. Takes uh, all week, I think. Yeah, that's why when I do get a chance to recover, uh, I'm like sleeping all day long. Mm-hmm. I'm in bed. And social media's at zero. We yeah. don't want to talk to nobody really. Not all the time, but that's how it is, though. You know, mm. so it sucks, but it does suck. The money good though. So. Yeah. Money good, but the things will do for money, man. Yeah. yeah. How about you, Kara? How do you recover? I, it literally will take me all week because it's in like increments of mm-hmm. like I got maybe decent rest on Monday, but it's super busy on Tuesday at my day job. So then by the time I'm off, I'm like, 
I could literally go to sleep right now and be good, but I have to make dinner. I have to do laundry. I have to clean the house. Mm-hmm. Now I'm in bed by 10 again, and I'm not fully rested yet. I'm still, like, on mm-hmm. what well, I feel like is fumes. I'm very leisurely as a person. Like, I really enjoy just, like, relaxing. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I'm working constantly and I'm not able to relax, I don't feel right. So I will just kind of, like, cut everything out and then just kind of, like, watch TV, I don't want to look at my phone, but it takes like days to like recoup. Yeah. But then next thing you know, it's Friday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's all over again. Yeah, and you also realize that you, I don't know what kind of day job people might have, but it's like sitting at a desk after you're done with that job, now you're up on your feet. Yeah. Change your pace, so it might be a little bit different, but by the time you're done with your, you know, your night job, you're in bed and you're exhausted. Yeah. Well, Kara, so, you know, you're working all the time, basically, mm-hmm. working during the week, seven days a week at your day job. And then you're working at the club on the weekends. What do your friends say to you? You know, who you, they don't see you at the club. Are they kind of like, hey, come out with us? Like, does it affect your social life? Um, yes and no. Um, again, my best friend works at the club with me. So we're together all the time. That's nice. The other girl that I'm really close with, she does my lashes every week. So mm. I get to chit-chat with her. My other friends that don't work nightlife, they have days off that I'm more free. So if we really wanted to do something, we'll go out and do like a Sunday fun day after hours that I'm off. So it hasn't really conflicted too much. I would say relationship-wise, it probably does conflict more. Oh, yeah. I can't even imagine. My friends are more like understanding, but like if you're getting to know somebody, it has always been like a problem. So actually, I'm going to say Mike, how does uh, working kind of affect... Shut up. Sorry. Shut up, Marwan. I will grill your shit. You guys already did twice. No, but uh, Mike, you know, you need days where you need to recover. What do you say to your friends who don't see you in the nightlife and they're like, hey, bro, let's hang out? Like, is it possible? Or uh, I mean, yeah, but it's very hard to maintain those relationships. I mean, really see who's your friends or you're not, who's not, because the fact of the matter is you're spending more time working, obviously. Mm-hmm. So people you work with become those close friends. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. Um, I mean, that's why it's so, like, it's so important for you to, like, catch up little dinner dates, whatever, the small things that do matter, mm-hmm. but it's hard. For sure. Yeah. I wish I would invite them over to the club, the way I can see them maintain that relationship, but it's not easy. Yeah. Um, and not everyone wants to go out. Yeah, I mean, we know each other for almost 10 years. Actually, more than 10 years. And for the they didn't even see me because I was working all the time. Mm-hmm. So I invited him over to the club and I eat every day. Why do you love the club? You love the club. You already know. But, yeah. Well, we have learned a lot of great things about nightlife today. The emotional damage you can bring, the mental stress, but also the fun of it. Yes. Um, honestly, you made me a little jealous. I kind of wish I worked in nightlife. I want to be a part of the fraternity, sorority, little yeah, really? mean girls click from Kara, you know? <laughs> but um, I want to thank you, Mike and Kara, for coming today. I hope you all had a good time. Yeah. Um, so here at Coast to Coast, we want you to know that perspective is everything. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Appreciate you.